0: And welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I'm your host, Ryan Black, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Warren. And we are back and we are playing with power. Chris, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing awesome. It's been a terrific week. How are you, Ryan?
0: I am pretty good. I'm a bit exhausted running around and I've got my second COVID shot tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it, but also I'm nice. um, preparing for the sickness that's going to come. So, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, uh, you know, uh, but it's awesome that we're at episode 238 uh, we're getting up there. It's pretty crazy that we've made it this far. Uh, we're fast approaching 250. And that's that's blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, we should do awesome.
1: something special for that actually, now that I think of it.
0: Hmm. I wonder what we would do. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Don't give our <laughs> secrets away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, without any further ado, let's get into what we are radical Rexon about. Okay,
1: Chris, you got anything for us this week? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, it's finals week with school, so just kind of concerned with that. Um, But it's, you know, you and I were talking before this, but the weather lately has been insanely gorgeous. It was, like, tropical today, so it just felt (laughs) awesome to have that, like, little taste of summer, so... Uh, I needed that so bad um, So yeah, definitely looking forward to the summer Just been going on a lot of different nature trails And um, seeing some friends And playing games online um, But game-wise Let's see um, I did buy Fez, I think I mentioned that last time um, Just been playing Diablo 3 with friends And like Mario Kart, I think that's all I've done In the past week, but I am Planning my next big like Summer adventure game So I might, like, post a poll on Facebook just to, like, have people help me out. Like, I just want some type of game that kind of gives me the same kind of, like, feeling that Pokemon used to and, like, Banjo-Kazooie used to and, like, Ocarina of Time, stuff like that. So I just want, like, a good venture game that's, like, that just totally immerses you and has, like, puzzles and great music and boss fights and stuff. So I'm, I'm going down my lists in like my collection and just trying to figure out what kind of game would be perfect for that so stay tuned for that I guess and um I bought <laughs> I got this game in the mail spinch have you heard of spinch
0: no <laughs> it's
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what kind of game this is. <laughs> I literally only bought it because the box art is incredible. <laughs> and it's it's published by I Am 8-Bit, so I know it's good quality. And I saw that the reviews were good. And mm-hmm. whatever genre it was, you know, when I read about it, I was just like, oh, yeah, I can get behind this. But it's like you see the box art. and It's like this huge, adorable white blob holding a bunch of other baby blobs. And they're just really happy. <laughs> and then... Like, there's this rainbow dragon just looking at them for no reason. I was just like, you know what? I need to play whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll find out what Spinch is pretty soon. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that is about it for me this week. What about you, Ryan? Uh,
0: well, um, I am gearing up for Neo World Ends With You. I'm pretty much completely right. immersed in The World Ends With You right now. Um, yeah. In all forms. <laughs> I am two pins away from having mastered all pins in uh, World Ends with You Final Remix, and uh, it's just uh, I just have a couple of shutdown. I'm sorry, I have to basically have to level them to master them, and they have to be equal parts um, battle and shutdown PP to get it to to master instead of evolve. And I keep missing two of them up, Uh, but I'm really close, and they're really simple to do too. It's just a matter of like shut down PP where it is you set it and then you leave the system alone. and you gain point certain amount of points per day. So what I've been doing is I put down the switch and I pick up my d s and I start playing World ends with you on my DS and start trying to get to a better place than what I was when I first played the game. Um I mean, it's it's really cool going back to playing that again and trying to fix my mistakes that I, when I was really dumb and didn't know what I was doing on the game. <laughs> so um, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of playing that and trying to get it to the point where I can. Get myself set up to where I can level really fast and start collecting pins and stuff. So if I ever do want to go back and complete the original DS version, I can. And it would be a little bit more uh, favorable. But just doing some grinding right now to get to that point to where I don't have to worry anymore. Like, you know, being able to level up my character really fast with the hollow leg and, and things like that. So
1: okay. it's been fun. Que- question for you. Yeah. Uh, something I've been wondering. So. Um, I played a little bit of The World Ends with You when it came out, and I'm curious how the Switch one plays compared to the DS one because I can't imagine that the Switch version plays better than the DS version. I just feel like it's sacrilegious to not have that second screen and touch screen controls and with the stylus. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I wouldn't say necessarily better, but they just did it in a different way. Okay. Um, it's it's a different flavor, different play style, um, but it still kind of captures that spirit. Especially if you're playing with playing in two player mode with one Joy-Con in each hand, um, you're still controlling two contr- two characters, though it's not quite the same. Um, um, and this is it, when they initially made the Switch. They went over to uh, phones first and did the the solo remix, and you get kind of an experience for that. And, and they converted that touchscreen model over to the switch and it has controls but i think it's better to play it without the controllers on it you have to keep a controller handy to wake up if you put the system asleep when you put it back on again and start to play the game you have to have a controller and it has to connect to that controller but then after right. that you can switch to the to the touch screen no problem so
1: okay uh, i just it's, feel it's like fun, just different for me i just feel like it's such a ds experience you know i just can't I don't know. I, I would have to try it. It's just like one of those definitive DS games to me. So um, it is yeah. a
0: completionist nightmare slash heaven uh, <laughs> for all the things that you can do. Like once I've mastered all the pins, I'm going to try to uh, rank up my ESP, um, the years rank. And that is insane to get. Um, basically, every 10,000 yen that you spend, you get a point. Every battle that you fight, you get a point. And I'm sitting at 4,000 points out of 9,999. So I've got a bit of a ways to go. but So I'll be grinding that out at some point. And then after that, I have to max out my characters, which is going to take a long time as well. I've got most of everything maxed out. I'm working on HP right now. And then I have to do the drop rate which I've heard rumored that it it goes up to 999, um, but I've never seen anyone do it or confirm that. So um, but yeah, I still have things to do uh, in that. and then also have the DS version, I can go back and try doing all that stuff too, which would be insane. But it's definitely like feeds my completionist need whenever I feel like going back to the series. Uh, but I'm just really looking forward to the Neo World ends with you and then just yeah. really, absolutely loving the animation uh it's on it's going on episode uh five i believe um and that is on friday every fridays they come out um on hulu and also on funimation so if you've got either of those definitely check it out it is is good um it's it's a different it's different pacing for the story uh, so some so things have changed, but it still captures the same emotion in, in the episodes and stuff, which is really cool uh, that it pulls that off and it does a really good job with the music. And, and I really like it. So, yeah, that's cool. what I'm radical accent about. Um, yeah. I guess there's one other thing. It's just I didn't want it all to be The World Ends With You. So I dusted off my uh, virtual boy and started a conversation and found out from Eric Plunk um, that there's a guy who fixes them permanently. And so I'm thinking about sending my Virtual Boy off. Um, only one lens works, so I can play games on the Virtual Boy if I'm like looking through like my right eye. Um, but it's not the best experience. So I'm hoping to <laughs> send it off and get that uh, fixed. And then I got these games that I can play. I'm gonna be after I get it fixed. I'm gonna track down the Galactic Pinball because that's one that I absolutely have to have for the system because it has Metroid. It's like Metroid Collector's oh, true. mandate.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and then other than that, like maybe pipe dream saving up for Jack bros, but that's going to take a while because it's, it's going for over a thousand dollars on eBay right now.
1: Yeah. Well, I know. I, uh, yeah. Thanks to Eric for, uh, sharing that with me as well. I just, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to ship out my virtual boy. It's like, it's so delicate and precious, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I, I would be fine with it. It's just like, I'd be so annoyed if something happened to it, but um,
0: I got I need adapter? to fix it?
1: Probably, yes, I do, yeah,
0: because I think those two batteries <laughs> without it, how would yeah, it's like you have to get that.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd like the you know, you and I were talking before this about that too, but um, yeah, the I got like everything with with the what I paid for my mm-hmm. uh, virtual boy, and you know, very good price too. And actually, I think it came with a uh, galactic pinball too, so um, very cool.
0: Yeah, i I can't play anything. <laughs> I've got to so find fun. the. Uh, I've got to get a replacement stand piece because the swiveling part uh, fell apart, and I'm. Yeah. And I used I'm uh, n- using needle nose vice grips to kind of hold it into place roughly. Right. Uh, so it's still still usable, but it looks jank.
1: Yeah. For the stand.
0: Um, <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty cool. And just g- got to get that internal thing fixed. And. Yep, um, such a pain in the butt. We could go on and on about Virtual Boy and have a whole episode on it, because I've got a lot yeah. to say about it. But oh, yeah. It's definitely cool.
1: And you know what? We should. We really should. Yes. I'll add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think that about does it for me. And I don't know. What are we talking about this week? <laughs> There's some game coming out in the next couple of days. Um, oh, what was that? Um, Snap. <laughs> That's it. Pokemon Snap. Let's mm-hmm. get into it. on this episode recently um but before we get into the main topic we've got a voicemail to play here we go hey
2: everybody it's josh i uh, actually was um meant to be on this episode tonight but uh, after some technical difficulties decided uh i'll just leave a quick voicemail <laughs> um back in the day uh, i think i mentioned it before pokemon was not one of the big franchises i was into personally but um i can't remember exactly how but i did end up playing some pokemon snap and probably through a friend or something but uh, and i really i really enjoyed it um and i actually just went back and played it again this evening some there were some this week with my daughter and she seems to be a fan of it so i'm really looking forward to this new one come out that's coming out friday um it's it's unique it's i can't even really compare it to much of anything else love going back to the stages and trying out different things and Seeing what you can set off or throw at the different Pokemon, that sounds kind of rude, but uh, just to see how they react. Um, It's kind of one of those things you just sort of have to play. It's almost like trying to describe Animal Crossing. (laughs) Anyhow, you all have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next time. Thank you, Josh, for calling in.
0: Sorry we missed you this week. Uh, Hopefully we can get you on soon and uh, figure out those laptop issues. It seems to have some limitations right now with being able to do multiple things at once.
1: Um, I'm really curious what Josh's experience with Pokemon Snap was kind of like, considering that he wasn't that big of a Pokemon fan. I just can't imagine how that would translate into enjoyment if, like, you don't have that background experience and fandom with the, the series, because, like, when Pokemon Snap came out, that was, like, peak Pokemon, Pokemon craziness and mania for all of us, at least for me, so... Um I, I was losing my mind just as a fan over the type of experience that Pokemon Snap gave us. but um maybe he was like pretty familiar with it and just like wasn't the biggest fan. So maybe that helped. But um, yeah, I'm glad that his uh, daughter's enjoying it because it really is a great game.
0: I'm gonna say it again. I say it every time, but Pokemon Snap is a first-person shooter. So <laughs> uh, that that's something that like that's the only way that they could do that in a Pokemon game. <laughs>
1: I mean, oh. in a way, in a way, like um it's in- inter- yeah, that's fine i'll I'll love
0: it <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that you know i, I when I asked for more first person shooters on the switch, I didn't mean this, not to say I'm <laughs> complaining, but <laughs> but yeah it's it would be really cool to get this on the n sixty four classic or n sixty four online or whatever they're gonna do with that, so. Great,
1: because I mean, it sucks that it's like lost in time at the moment. It's great that we're getting this new one, but, you know, people should really experience the original. It it holds up very, very well. I'm sure we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was playing it for this episode and it it feels totally fine. Like, I think even a person who's not overly familiar with games would be okay with understanding how it controls and what to do and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a great game. And like you said, I hope it gets re-released.
0: I believe we had a Facebook comment Um, we we had posted on our Facebook to gather some uh, some nostalgic memories from people and uh, get some shout outs. So, uh, Chris, do you want to go ahead and read those?
1: Okay, yeah, sure. So um, with our Facebook uh, post, um, we did post it a little bit late. So we just got one comment that that week. uh, I'm sorry, this week. So um, Andrew Swan said the game was so fun, but it wasn't great. It needed more to it. This new one looks to have fixed everything I had, uh, I, had and I, I guess he meant uh, Everything that he had an issue with With the original one uh, The updated graphics will be a big plus two And I, I can get behind that I can understand that But um, for me at least Like I didn't really need Pokemon Snap to be this masterpiece um, when it came out or like even today. It doesn't need to be like this game of the year, Ocarina of Time type of game. It just needs to be like a fun, unique, immersive experience within the Pokemon world. And I think Pokemon Snap really delivered on that. Um, It had a lot more depth and complexity than what I was expecting back then um but you know like andrew said it could have had a little bit more it's a very short game but um i don't know i love it and um i'm glad that andrew also like even though he's aware that it's not a perfect game like he said it is very fun and um he's looking forward to the new one so that's great um yeah what do you think about andrew's comment Ryan
0: um i can see that uh, the length of the game was a bit disappointing but that wasn't the point um the point was the more you dug into it the more Easter eggs you would find and the more little things that you could do interact with the Pokemon and get better shots. And it rewarded you for trying different things and kind of experimenting and just trying to be a photographer, you know, to get like certain animals, if you will, to do certain things and to get great pictures and you get graded on that. And so it was really cool, uh, cool element, but yeah, it was sh- short. Um, you can run through a playthrough really, really fast, but to really master it and to learn all the little secrets and stuff, it takes a lot.
1: Yeah. That I, I will say it's one of the best like games that has replayability because you cannot play it in just one round. You have to play <laughs> it over and over again to discover all these different secrets because you're you're just walking around and exploring this environment and all these things that are you know seemingly quote unquote natural within that world are happening all at once. So you kind of have to explore around you in like 360 degrees, and you just can't do that on one run. So um, I really appreciate that they did you know think about that and think that. Um, g- give you enough control so that you can explore all the way around you, and that there is a world happening all the way around you, and and all these different angles. So, um, yeah, it's I just I love the idea of Pokemon Snap. It's genius,
0: definitely genius. Um, it had humble beginnings. Um, Hal Laboratory was working on it, um, and initially, it it was said to be a Jack and the Beanstalk game. Um, and it ultimately, like, it was supposed to be, like, a 64 DD thing, and it ultimately blossomed into what Pokemon Snap is today, so it is speculated that some elements have been, were sent slated to go into, um, the Earthbound 64 game that was canceled. Um, Oh, wow. It was supposed to have, like, planting elements, like, planting, like, seeds and things like that, so, um, it's kind of cool that it, it had this early development seated in something so just like kind of fairy ish um and how it became something completely different <laughs> it's it's interesting right. how like they used like the the engine they were working on for that and it blossomed into two games one did see the light of day um, they still planned on doing the 64dd but they dropped it ultimately when they decided they weren't going to be doing that um, the 64dd is the disk drive for the 64 uh you know sega did it but uh nintendo decided not to do it uh, not yeah. until the gamecube anyway
1: <laughs> right well i think they did for japan but yeah they didn't there bring was it a over disc, to america
0: there was a disc drive for the even the nes i believe so yeah they, they oh, had been okay. doing that for a bit there and yes i think they did have the 64 dd um working and purchasable in japan yeah um Get
1: the cool gadgets. That was, uh, I think, believe, that's how Animal Crossing got its start. It was like Animal Forest, and then the GameCube version that we got was basically Animal Forest Plus. And it was just like a more glorified version of that. But um, but I love like when devel- uh, the development of games has... The, these types of stories where you they have these ideas in mind and they evolve and change and turn it into something completely different. And at the top of my head, Banjo-Kazooie is kind of similar. It was supposed to be something called Dreams and it started like this boy with like a sword or something and just slowly evolved into what we now know as uh, Banjo-Kazooie. And I'm sure like almost every project in a way um, starts out that way. But um, it's just very cool that we ended up Somehow, with Pokemon Snap, which is a game that I I think totally caught us all off guard at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's such a different flavor of Pokemon, but it, it was kind of it sparked these Pokemon. It, it really set the precedent for all of these Pokemon spinoffs that we have now. You know, there's Troze and Ranger and Mystery Dungeon, and like they they've tried so many different things from their their tried and true formula, and I think a lot of that stems from this. Um, They did have Pokemon Pinball, of course, before that. Um, But it was just kind of all in that area, I would say. I'm not sure the timeline on that, which came first. But it was just really cool to see them to do something different with their IP, and so different. And it come out so well. Um, And
1: it, it really speaks volumes to how rich in how fully realized the Pokemon world is because this isn't something that you could just do with any franchise. You know, you couldn't do this with like, I don't know, we fit, I don't know. I don't have the best examples at the top of my head, but like the Pokemon world is so, you know, they have all these things figured out, especially because they have the show and the games, you know, with an RPG, there's so many details that you have to figure out with an RPG. And that's why the games were as beloved and still are uh, so beloved because it was just this, this world that just totally engrossed you and you just totally escaped from your, your life and felt like you were in this world. Like even though it was a Game Boy game, It still was so immersive. And the fact that it was able to translate into a 3D game like this involving photography, which had nothing to do with the Game Boy games, is just really a testament to just how brilliant uh, the the concept art and and the concept of that world in general really is.
0: I like that um, the barrier to entry is pretty low. Like, you don't have to be really good at video games. Like, it's not a, like trigger happy or precision based game uh, yeah you, you got a time right to get a, a snap uh, a, a snapshot but it's not like super difficult like anybody could have picked it up um and that was really it was so easy to get into and also pretty affordable you can find it pretty cheap even to this day it wasn't something that stayed really expensive because it was a spin-off um, so it was a lot more accessible to a lot of people and I think that's where a lot of the nostalgia was generated was because it was so easy to get a hold of and easy to play and it was just It fit to a lot of other people who weren't normally gamers. It would just kind of get it. It would click for them,
1: Um, and it it
0: was really cool.
1: Um, And yeah, it it just takes that simple concept of taking a picture with a camera. This is something that you know, even at a very young age, you just understand how to do that. So um, yeah, you, you just look around, and there's a little dot, and you focus on something, and you take a picture. And, you know, they do add some other modes, which I think were really, really clever, actually, Um, like throwing an apple or the pester ball, um, a flute. I haven't gotten that far yet (laughs) Um, because I at least uh, was only able to rent this game uh, when I was a kid. I now own it, thankfully. But um, yeah, I I just rented this game over and over and over again. Um, Did you own this game, Ryan?
0: I did. um, In fact, I own it right now, believe it or not. Awesome. Um, it was one of the few games that I don't even know when I acquired it. Really, I think I had it before I had the sixty-four, even. Um, but yeah, that was like one of the few games that I had, and I love it. I absolutely love it. It's still sitting in my system right now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't play it as much as I should, but I, I still have that, and I, I also purchased it the second. It came out on the Wii. I picked that one up, and I i'm not sure if i upgraded to get the wii u version but i did um,
1: <laughs> it looks yeah, really the, good too actually like they kind of cleaned it up a good amount on the wii u i was very surprised by that um
0: mm-hmm. uh, the game did release on march 21st in japan um in 1999 uh looks like north america got it just a little bit later uh july 26th of the same year and of course you know the oh wow It looks like UK or PAL regions got it in September fifteenth of two thousand. That's quite the jump. Like over a year later. Wow.
1: That must have been torture.
0: (laughs) The promotion was insane for this game, though.
1: Yes, I remember that very well.
0: Take your cartridge, you know, to any blockbuster um, throughout (laughs) the summer of ninety nine, and just. Put it in their kiosk and it'll print pictures for you. That was so cool.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Like, especially as a kid, oh my God, we lost our minds. <laughs> uh, like such a simple but novel idea. I do remember it being kind of expensive, though. I think it was like $5 for like a little little mm-hmm. thing of stickers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's worth it.
0: And it, it is so cool. If I had known about that at the time, I totally would have taken advantage of that. Um, I know. I think it was Amiibo. Jason. Um, they uh, they have one, and they restored that cabinet. They got the full thing. It was kind of like their grail, pretty much. Uh, they restored it, and they're kind of upgrading it. And they they were made it so that they could actually use, like the switch, play the switch on it, so they could actually play their switch, you know, Pokemon Snap game on that console. Is I think what they're going for, and that is just so cool. Um just ah, that, that is that is so special to see the different posts that they post for that. And uh, he's got a really, really cool treasure there. I'm sure that he enjoys that quite a bit. Um, you know, to actually own something, like a piece of that history is just crazy. Um, and the fact that Nintendo did it in the first place is just really, really
1: awesome. Yeah. And it also translated to, I don't know which one came out first, but... They also had that feature in Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 as well. So, I, if I had a guess, I feel like Pokemon Snap would have came first. And then they're like, oh, this feature is really popular. This game's really popular to have some type of mode in Stadium 1 and 2. So, um, yeah, the, but it's, I don't know, just such a simple joy taking pictures of Pokemon.
0: So, a little bit about um, how well the game did it's gotten okay. Sales, like for what it was, um, it was the sixth best-selling video game in the United States, so selling in excess of one point five million copies. And really, it was the the promotions that that pulled in, like the the, the blockbuster, you know, the ease to, to to be able to find it. They had enough copies out there. It did really well. Um, it wasn't like a amazing like Pokemon release, but it was for a spinoff. That's dang good. It looks like when it first started, it was 151,000 copies uh, in the first three days of its release, which is impressive.
1: That's pretty good, especially for the N64, which, uh, like, as a kid, I thought everyone had an N64, but apparently that's not the case. So
2: no. I think that's
1: a respectable number for this type of game.
2: Mm hmm.
1: I mean, I do remember the commercials like I I just I saw the commercial all the time and I was like, I need to have this game. I never did get it until like very recently. But like for me, at least that was like a almost a weekly visit to Blockbuster to play that game and like fighting (laughs) like other kids to get it. You know, it would be on that wall with all those new releases where they would just have like zillions of copies and it's like, oh, they better have it. They better have it. And you see some empty cases and you start sweating, but then you find it. It's just like, okay, I got it this week. Great. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I am kind of glad that I rented it at the time because for what, I guess it was $50 for a new game. Um, you know, that's a pretty steep price for Mm -hmm. the amount of, levels that you get. I don't know how many you get. I'm guessing like six or seven or so. I haven't beaten it fully, but I'm gonna guess that's how many. But um the the replayability um was really awesome and like even as a rental that was like such a perfect uh perfect rental game for me at least.
0: Definitely. Um I played it with John Hester um or I watched John Hester play it. Um, <laughs> um but it was really cool um i remember just being in awe of the the final area and like we were trying to figure out how do you do it how do you take the picture just like
1: don't give anything away i haven't gotten to it yet
0: (laughs) it was really really cool that um to have that experience and it, it is a very watchable game like you don't feel like you want to take over and play like you're perfectly content just watching someone play it and it's just like watching like a nature show, it's really yeah. cool in and that in that way. And I've heard that like this new version, like the reviews are out, uh, the early reviews, and and people are really like loving it for it does more of what the original did, and 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 better and and prettier too. Yeah. So I'm really for sure. looking forward to just getting lost in that world. And I could hope that they'll have VR support someday. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. But it would be really cool to experience that in a lab of VR setting
1: yeah um no, you're totally right about it being like a, a great game for like friends to like hang out and like watch each other and kind of like point things out to each other. Um, what's different about You know the original and this new one that's coming out is that with the original this was before the internet was a a Mainstream common thing. So when you got the original game for the n64 You couldn't look up things on the internet or at least I couldn't I didn't get a computer until I don't know four or five years later Um, And so you had to figure all this stuff out That's why I never really beat the game because I was just like kind of stuck on some areas I just wasn't able to figure out what to do Um, but now I'm sure that this new game is going to kind of like embrace the internet and the gaming culture that you can find on the internet. So it'll be interesting to see how much it like lends itself to that. But at the same time, I'm not going to <laughs> be on the internet that much because I need to play this game completely without any spoilers and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was like a really awesome experience at that time and very few other games were kind of like that where it's just something completely brand new and you know when you're playing it with friends it's just this you know like i said this new experience and you just don't know what to expect and you have to experiment and try new things each time so um yeah i'm just uh, i'm so glad that it's coming back and that we have a new one never thought we'd see the day it's like it's uh, crazy awesome like
0: everybody's like i would be perfect for the 3ds they're gonna do it didn't happen. Uh, oh, you know, augmented reality been so cool. And then, oh, it's going to happen on the Wii U. It's perfect for the Wii U. It didn't happen. And yeah. Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Go came out and eventually released their own version of Pokemon Snapper. You take pictures of the Pokemon, like, in AR. And it still wasn't the game. It was just like a mini thing, side thing that you can do with your Pokemon. And, and I use that quite frequently, as, as I've posted many times pictures of my Togekiss uh, throughout Nostalgia Chat in random times. Um, but it still doesn't quite capture the awe that it would in an actual video game. And uh, it's really cool to know that we're going to get to experience that world again um, with updated graphics and in, in a new way. Um, that's yeah. just, oh, it's so exciting! Just a couple of days, and and boom, we're there. I think right. this episode's going to come out after the fact, so uh, it'll be kind of cool to, to kind of listen to this and be like, oh wait, this is you know the speculation now, but people are actually going to be in it by the time that they listen to this. Oh yeah. man! And
1: I'm so glad that it's getting pretty well reviewed. You know, I. It's not gonna be a game of the year. I mean, maybe it could be, but I don't think it's going to be. But it's basically kind of what we were all just hoping for it to be and expecting it to be. So like a good combination between those two. So it's just another Pokemon Snap with some new features and they clearly seem to understand what makes the original special. And they're just building upon that, correcting on some things that some people think could have been fixed in the original. So I'm just glad, what was that?
0: I'm sure PETA would have had a heyday if they had put it in Pesterball.
1: <laughs> oh true. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see like what changed and what's um what's different in this new one. But um it's it's such a interesting video game because it's like it's both exciting and relaxing and rewarding and it's just all these great adjectives and it's such a simple concept. Like you said, like you can move easily and control everything easily and it's like You're just in this world that they created and they created this scene and this environment and you feel like you're a part of it because you can manipulate it. You know, it's not just you looking at things. It's you looking and exploring and experimenting and interacting with that world. And you can change the path, too, which like as a kid, that to me was mind blowing when Mm -hmm. the electrode explodes and the rocks fall down. And then there's this new path that opens up and you see Todd's face like, what? And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just it's such a great it's it's this very wondrous game you know it's like perfect mm-hmm. for when you're a kid and it, it would be great to go back as and as an adult just to get those nostalgic feelings again so uh, came at the perfect time right
0: definitely and it was really cool that it was it was like a movie um yeah it's an on rails um first person experience, but you could speed up and go through levels faster. you could you could move faster along the track or you could stop at certain points and take pictures or at least slow down. Um, so you could kind of kind of have like a time element where you could take go at your own pace. If you're running through a level, you can run through a little faster. Um, and th- these are upgrades that you had to get, I believe, through through playing. Um, yeah, but there was like a bunch of stuff that you could do with that that makes the experience pretty enjoyable. And I don't think that's too much of a spoiler to throw out there, just to say, like, hey, you can actually, you know, kind of manipulate the pace for getting the pictures that you need. Um, But even then, like, it's really hard to get that moment. Once once the moment's gone, you're not going to get that Pokemon picture. Right. Um, And I think by far the hardest thing in the whole game is that that Magikarp picture. Um, Oh, yes. It's so rewarding when you can finally get it. Um, but there's some other stuff. But that one is like one that's most involved. Like you got to get it just right. And uh.
1: right. And like when the zoo bat comes at you and the door opens, it's just like, oh, God, <laughs> I did not see that coming. There's a lot of examples like that. A lot of different um, Pokemon like uh, you you see this like floating purple orb and it turns out to be I think it's like a haunter. You know, you don't know okay. what that is. It's just like a ball. But then when you bring it back to Professor Oak, he's like, oh, you found a ghost or whatever. <laughs> and um oh, there's just so many little details that are just like coming back to me now and it's just like cool to see this all these little mini stories unfold as you're exploring the area you know there's a a, a coughing that's chasing a jigglypuff and you can just let that happen if you want let it continue to happen or you can put it into it by like throwing something at the coughing and then that could end up rewarding you a little bit later so um it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of book, but in video game form, in a way.
0: Charizard's probably my favorite.
1: Yes. That Getting
0: great. that Charizard shot was so cool.
1: Yeah. Um, it was so, like, majestic. He he yeah. comes out of the lava like this beautiful dragon. <laughs> and Moltres, too, now that I think of it. I think you, like, mm-hmm. knocked the egg off into the fire, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of little surprises like that. <laughs>
0: so charming like just dripping with charm um but not just like the gameplay but also this game has charming voice acting oh no (laughs) (laughs) so charming is, is a good word for it um definitely memorable um to this day uh professor oaks different phrases and and exclamations and stuff stick in my head. And I'm constantly like they always play like that. Like if I'm excited about something like wonderful pops in my head in that exact same voice, you got to hear it to to know. But you You got to do
1: it. You can't just say the voice, do it in the voice. You got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Welcome back. Ooh, that was, good. That was really good. I'm gonna embarrass myself for the rest of my life by sharing this. But uh, when I was a kid, I could do pretty much every single Pokemon voice like perfectly. But then when my voice changed, I you know lost that ability. But I can still Aww. do jigglypuff. That is the only one I can still do.
0: <laughs> uh, I've only had some kind of recording device record that from your childhood. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was I sounded like a lunatic, probably like running around doing like Heracross and Scyther and all those other lunatic ones.
0: I don't know, do that today and it'll be a star on TikTok. <laughs> oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's so cool that people get to experience this new experience and, and get to see what Pokemon Snap's all about on the Switch because you know Switch is selling really well. So there's a good chance this game's gonna be huge and just the the barrier ent- entry is still going to be pretty easy uh, i'm expecting that a lot of people are going to get to play this and enjoy it there's, there's a lot of nostalgia um from like all ages all 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 genders and ranges and everything like i think everybody had a good chance and good mix of people that would love this type of game um, right. definitely like I'm, I'm gonna say go out on a limb here and say it's a must own for switch owners like Right alongside, you know, playing your your Mario Odyssey and your Breath of the Wild and and your Mario Kart, I'd say this one's a, a staple for first player experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like I I think Josh said this too. Like you can't really describe what this game is. Like you just have to have someone play it and experience it themselves. It's just mm-hmm. so unlike anything else. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy that's coming to the Switch. I do really wish that it came to 3DS and Wii U. I feel like those systems <clears> kind of lent themselves better to this type of game, but um yeah, I don't know, I just uh, I can't believe the day is finally here. <laughs> but it's... um
0: it's such a mystery why more people didn't copy this formula and try to put it in and make a game off of it. True. Um, good point. Because it was just a really cool engine, a really cool mechanic. Um that you don't really see like spiritual successors or anything like that. You could argue a case that maybe, you know, Beyond Good and Evil had like camera mechanics to it. So maybe That's but fair. it's not quite the same. Um it's just, I guess there's a couple of ones out there. Uh, one's a bit uh, risque, um, but you know, th- there's some like picture games out there, but not, it's never quite the same experience. And I'm yeah. so glad that Nintendo's bringing this back. And oddly enough, like working with Bandai Namco to bring it, which is kind of right. crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did not, ex- I, I was kind of worried when I found out that they were developing it because they have a weird track record. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they've helped with Super Smash Brothers so I was like okay relax Chris they've, they've done Smash Brothers Ultimate and that's like amazing but you know they've done Star Fox Assault and <laughs> Donkey Konga stuff like that and they're not bad games but they're not amazing but um, I am glad that whoever is behind it they seem to get it and they seem to have done a great job so thank you Namco for really putting the work in for this one at least
0: So we had a a healthy amount of Pokemon in the original. um, And, you know, original 151. um, I don't believe they did anything outside of that, which was fine. Uh, And that kind of sparked, like, dreams for, I would love to see Pokemon Snap in Gen 2. Like, I'd love to see the new Pokemon in Pokemon Snap be an even bigger experience, the more Pokemon to take pictures of. And then, you know, Gen 3 came, and Gen 4 came, Gen 5 came. Right. And, like, you got further and further away from the possibility of that as, like, more and more Pokemon were added. And it's crazy to think that they've actually given us an experience that has hundreds of Pokemon in it that you can take pictures of. And that's just yeah. so cool. Um, they're finally giving this to us, and it's it's been so requested over the years. Like, yeah. I think it it rivals, I would say... As far as expect expectations of it coming and, and coming like out would it would probably rival the mother series, like mother three in in that aspect. It'd be one of those on the tier, like maybe even if it's third place on the list, like that was something that people expected to happen. Just like Super Mario RPG was going to happen. They're gonna have a sequel or re- remake or something, you know. Everybody like everyone would put that up there with, with Pokemon Snap. And uh it's it definitely is recognized as a beloved series and something that should be made and nintendo's capitalizing on that and i hope they do more stuff like this the things that right. we didn't get to play or would love to play again in a new way uh, f-zero um you know there's uh ice climbers which uh, uh you know <laughs> i bring it up every time so anyway right no you
1: know, no that's a really good point you're right it has been requested over the years and it is odd that we're now finally getting it and i just wonder if it's because there's been such a demand for it you know like what really did it for them what made them choose to do this now um because yeah like you said we it would have been great to do it with gen 2 and gen 3 but at the same time now we have it and now is our opportunity to let them know that this is what we want and we want more of this. So mm-hmm. hopefully, and I, I believe this will happen. Hopefully this will translate into good sales. And this could become a series moving forward. Um, as long as, you know, the quality is still there, I, I would uh, hope, but, um, yeah, yeah now is our chance to really let our voices be heard and really put our money where our mouths are.
0: Um, Going back a little bit to the, the blockbuster thing with the taking pictures um, or getting your pictures printed, um, the Wii did have the ability to, the pictures that you took in-game, you could post on the Wii's message board um, and kind of share those that way. Um, but then um, I don't really think they did anything like that for the Wii U version. Um, but for this version, uh, this one coming out for Switch uh, with the new game, they have the ability now um, that it connects via a smartphone app uh to the instax printer and I, I believe it's Fujifilm I wanna say. I think um, so but yeah you can take you know you can take your pictures in the game and then send them via I believe QR code to the, the phone app and just print directly to the printer. Um and to give you that experience from back in the day and that is just really charming. Um yeah. they have like a, a Pikachu themed cover or case or or something like that. Uh, for the printer.
1: Yeah. And it's just so cool. Such a great, uh, awesome, nice little touch. You know, I love, I love Mm -hmm. that they were mindful of that because a lot of developers would uh, kind of skip that because it it would be kind of a headache for them to arrange, but they, they did it in such a clever way in such a modern way and, um, you know, totally optional, but it does like back in the day, add this new dimension where this game, jumps out from, you know, your screen and enters your real physical world. So those pictures that you took in the video game, you can now print them and you can, you know, I don't know, I guess you can print them them as stickers, but you can put them on like a journal or on your wall or whatever, you know, depending on how old you are and how interested you are. But Um, It's just such a I love little things like that where the game comes out and enters your real physical realm, you know, not to sound so uh, corny in that way, but Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's cool. It's just a a nice little touch. You know, it's 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 kind of like having a a physical version of a game where that it comes with like a booklet and like little goodies and stuff. It's just that Mm -hmm. that extra little touch. So I'm really happy that they did that. Or that they're Uh, doing
0: it right now interesting i think it would be a great idea to take this game um and package it in a different way um, in the future uh to give it kind of a what's the word like call of duty style um even with dlc like a a a yearly DLC or something where you could explore new regions, take pictures of new Pokemon in certain areas and things like that. Like with DLC nowadays, like with Pokemon Snap, there's a potential to really grow that that world and, and add on more to the game and give fans more of this. Um, it would be really cool to, do, to see them do that because you don't need to make like crazy new game mechanics for Pokemon Snap. Uh, just more content, more to explore, more to see, like just to get immersed in that world.
1: Right.
0: Um, it's
1: absolutely. a great opportunity. Yeah. And I, and I actually like sometimes forget that DLC is a thing these days. That mm-hmm. is something that developers can do and something I would happily pay for if it was done correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's great about the original 64 version is that there's a lot of variety. There's not many levels per se. You know, like I mentioned, maybe like six or seven or so, um, I'm guessing. But there's a lot of variety to those levels. You have beach, you have a valley, you have, uh, I don't know, forest, stuff like that. So for them to add to um, to the game that is about to come out would be awesome. And, you know, if the sales are good enough, I could see them totally doing that. Namco's no stranger to doing DLC. So, um, yeah, that would be great.
0: Definitely. Hmm. I seem to... Th- I seem to remember seeing a fair bit of Pokemon that I absolutely loved from the original 151. Um, You know, Articuno was awesome. Like to be able to have the legendary birds in the game. Just in general, yeah. um, Totally. You know, it was really cool to see um, some of like those staples, like seeing a Ponyta running by, seeing a Slowpoke. Uh, seeing a Meowth and then the silly antics that that Meowth had and and the, the Pidgey or Pidgeotto that that got in a fight with it or whatever and like all the Pokemon interacting is really really cool um yeah and it's 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 part of the charm of it like you know I say easter eggs but it makes it feel like it's a living world and to see all these Pokemon interact with each other is really cool um right
1: And you get a feel for the I I don't know if I mentioned this already, but you do get a feel for the personalities of all these different Pokemon like uh, Meowth from the show has so much personality. I'm glad that they brought that into this game because they could have just gone with like a generic Meowth. But it seems like, well, I mean, I guess it is kind of like a regular Meowth, but it does still have kind of that personality from the show. Um, but, you know, for the N, for an N64, the animations are pretty great. You know, they're not amazing, but like they there's so much personality with the animations that they're given. You know, a Kangaskhan is very different from a Snorlax and a Pidgey is very different from like a Zubat or a Haunter or something. So um, the amount of Pokemon that are that are there in the N64 version, I don't know exactly how many there are, but like it's pretty impressive what they were able to do with all those different Pokemon and make them really stand out and um, yeah, make you enjoy all these different scenes and moments because they're all so different and we all have our favorites. So um, uh, I just, I could go on and on about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I want to know back on the Pokemon, the Pokemon, like they were in the game kind of topic. What do you want to see in the new game? What Pokemon would you love to see in this new updated graphical style?
1: Hmm. Well, a thought that I was having just a few moments ago is that with Pokemon, now we have so many. Like, there might even be about a thousand at this point. I'm not entirely sure.
0: Nine hundred and something.
1: Oh, yikes. Wow. (laughs) Um, yeah, for, so for me personally, I kind of stopped around the Diamond Pearl era um, just because, you know, I was getting older and the games get kind of samey, the RPGs at least. But I think what's there is great. But, you know, years and years later, we have all these Pokemon and it's different now because when I was playing the games as a kid with just that 151, each Pokemon there had its own s- Something special about them, you know, like Mew was like the mysterious, special, extra, uh, bonus Pokemon, you know, that rare thing where like anytime you saw it, it's just like, oh my god, it's Mew. But now, years later, it's like th- the, that meaning kind of has been lost in a way. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that translates to this new game like what are the new pokemon that are really special where they kind of tease you in the background that hey mm-hmm. uh, this uh character is here how do you think you can see him mm-hmm. so um it'll be pretty cool for me because it's like i'll be playing as a former fan so i have a i don't know i, I probably know about half of them maybe a little bit more than that and i'll be um seeing pokemon that i've never seen before too so that's also really exciting but um as far as pokemon that i want to see in this game i really really love the gold and silver pokemon so uh like meryl and uh hoot hoot ladybaugh um heracross i like scizor um totodials like my favorite syndical i just i love that generation i just love all those <laughs> designs you know um but yeah I'll, i just it, it'll also be like i said very cool to see all these new pokemon and for me to be surprised and be like oh what is this and how does this interact with the world and what makes this pokemon special you know so i it's cool to be excited for two very different reasons so
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, what about you ryan
0: i hope to see the uh the smash brothers pokemon in there um like the playable pokemon uh it'd be kind of cool to see them um n- not necessarily in Cinderor, but you know the others uh, lucario <laughs> and things like that you know it'd be pretty cool to see them yeah. um you got to see pikachu in there if they don't have pikachu in the game like what are they doing
1: <laughs> oh you know they do you know they everything <laughs> pokemon related has something with
0: pikachu <laughs> um I I do want to see like returning Pokemon. I want to see Jigglypuff come back. Like I always enjoy like the crazy floatiness of, of Jigglypuff.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, just you know, Ghost Pokemon. That's a big thing. Like I would absolutely love to see a Litwick running around, Chandelure. <laughs> like even if like DLC comes out like in October for this game, it's like a haunted house you can explore and take pictures. Like sign oh me God. up. Like I want amazing. to do this so badly.
1: <laughs> oh, great idea.
0: <laughs> uh, but there's there's so many like so much potential and like we're already talking about like sequels and dlc and stuff like that but you know we haven't even played the, this game yeah. um, but just you know running wild with hopes for this series and just stemming from a love from how simple simple the game was but yet complex and full of wonder and surprise it was yeah, quite this... wonderful
1: <laughs> I mean it, it really is like a wondrous series and uh I you know I said this a few times the, the Pokemon universe is just so fully realized and not a lot, of, a lot of other games can get away with this and so um it's just I don't know I I'm excited to go back to when I was a kid and just kind of get that feeling of wonder and it, it, like the world is for you to explore and there's all these secret mysteries and Easter eggs and there's just so much to discover and stuff. And I just feel like even as an adult, it's very corny and like kind of embarrassing to admit that. But like, I feel like something like that is very refreshing and Mm -hmm. just like, it's always a welcome addition, especially after like the year that we just had. We kind of need something like this. At least I do personally. I just need something to kind of wake me up and, make me rediscover my love for video games and, and like, wander in general. But, yeah.
0: I think that's an excellent point. This game has a lot of potential for that. Um, it's for those who are diehard Pokemon fans who like to collect all the Pokemon and have been doing it for years and years and years, um, this is a welcome, like, breakup to the action. And you're not trying to get every single Pokemon in your Pokedex. Like, you're just taking pictures of Pokemon and interacting with them in their world. And that right. is something really special, because bonding with Pokemon, like they've tried so many times with Pokemon and me and different things, like and you uh, know even in Pokemon Go, you can like play with your your buddy Pokemon and everything. like they they go to great lengths to make that kind of more of your personal like friend or pet or what have you. Um, but this is on another level where you're actually in their environment, like seeing how they interact and and the antics they get into. And there's just some something just so intimate about that. To get into the Pokemon world and in this perspective, it's yeah, it's it's a shame that they haven't done this sooner uh, since yeah. the original because they were on something like gold with that. That they struck gold with that, and they just never really brought it back again. And yeah. I hope that this is the right time finally. Like the, all those times that they skipped and didn't do it, I hope that finding you know Bandai Namco to help out. You know, they were the ones that made. Like they needed graphics behind this game. Everybody said they wanted the updated graphics for Pokemon Snap, and so like this game. If you've played Pokemon Tournament, you know how beautiful ga- that game is. And so like taking that engine and putting it into this into this like picture taking uh, on rails romp through the Pokemon world. Like sign me up. Like yeah. I I don't care if this game is super short, like the first one was, maybe even shorter. As long as it has that replay value and it's just, it just gives you that immersion like the original did, like I'm satisfied.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And th- you brought up a really good point before, where like in the game they kind of become your buddies, but in Pokemon Snap you're kind of in their world, like you're in their natural habitat, and you're just seeing how they candidly exist without these battles and uh, these items that you use with other trainers and stuff it's just you in nature quote unquote nature and just seeing how these creatures live their lives and it's just it's like you said it is it's intimate and in, in its own very unique and special way um yeah i never really thought about it that way you're right um i also I think... wanted to bring up something uh totally different if that's okay I love the music in this game and the sounds the sounds and the music are just so satisfying and it's just great atmospheric music to what you're doing and really gets you into that like wondrous mood and just the sounds are so satisfying too. So I just wanted to bring that up.
0: I always think of the uh, the different flute sounds uh, that you could play. Uh, that was really cool. Um, I have the... not gotten
1: that far, but I, I hope too soon. <laughs>
0: I uh, just a little jingle that it plays, a little sound that it makes. Um, it's cool. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. Um, and I hope they have more musical elements in this one. Like, different ways to interact with the Pokemon um, that makes sense. Uh, just kind of set up your sh- shot to get that perfect interaction. Um, I'm really looking right. forward to seeing how they do that.
1: Um, yeah. It's because something that's special about the original is, you know, like we said, it's not the longest game, and there's not too many levels, but... It's cool because the more that you experiment, the more that you explore and end up getting rewarded for that, the more you get rewards, like actual rewards for that. Like you're rewarded for your... Uh, you know, your dedication and your hard work with new items and new ways to explore. So at first you just take pictures and then you get a new item and there's new ways to interact. And then once you've exhausted that, you can find new ways to interact with this other item. So it'll be really cool to see how that translates into this new one and to see like how clever or not so clever. We'll see. I don't know. It seems (laughs) like it's that they've done a good job, like we said. Um, But yeah, it'll be cool to see how. Um, interesting. The items that they give you and reward you with are.
0: I'm a, I'm a bit torn. I don't know how I'm going to play it. If I'm going to play it docked, so I can get the full beauty of the graphics, or if I'm going to play it handheld and use the gyro to like look around, or like like swivel on a chair um, and get that experience. Or, or I don't really know if maybe I'll play through the game one way and then play through it the other way. Yeah, just to get that feeling like I haven't quite decided how I want to tackle this game, but I've got options with the Wii U or not the Wii U, the Switch being like so like versatile. Um it'll be cool to really experience that. Um and I'm 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 just wanting to see this world in all the ways that I can and uh just enjoy every minute of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's like what we said, you know, the, the game is meant to be played over and over again and try to find new ways of discovering things. And part of the I mean, I think one of the best ways of doing that is by literally changing your perspective. So perhaps something that you were able to see in handheld mode is not something that you would have picked up on if in docked mode and um yeah it's it's pretty cool like you said the switch there's all these different ways of playing the exact same game and you know now we have new options for motion controls too so i say play it in all the ways don't just play it in some ways play it in every mm-hmm. single way and that could even help you discover new and interesting things that you wouldn't have thought of uh otherwise if you just mostly played a doctor otherwise you know so mm-hmm. yeah i am glad that there's gyro controls. so i'm Wanted Mm -hmm. to throw that out there. I I was really hoping that they would, because that adds a whole new level of immersion. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I don't expect it to be super robust, but hey, maybe it will be. Um, Hope so. And I know I'll enjoy this game. Like, there's no way that it would miss the mark. Like, if they just present it in any way, like seriously. If they had just taken the original game and made it prettier, I'd been happy. You know, because right. I I'd always want to like play more of this style. And it's yeah. definitely a, you know, it's a refreshing uh take from all the collecting and just going back and just relax and take pictures of pokemon.
1: Yeah, um, totally. I'm and there's no to- like there's no perfect way to go through a route. You just do what you want in that route. You can mm-hmm. just do, you can manipulate like one Pokemon or scene uh, for that entire route, or you can try to do as many as you can. And it's totally up to you. Um, I do hope that they have like different objectives and like goals for you to set out to do. Um, mm-hmm. Cause you know, the original didn't have too, too many, which was okay. I still liked it. Um, But yeah, I just I hope they mix it up and make it even more rewarding and stuff. And one of my favorite things about the original is how I I also mentioned is how you can change the path. So that'll be really, really fun and exciting to discover uh, ways Mm -hmm. to do that. Like with the Porygon, I'll never forget with the Porygon, where you, like, you see these, I, th- I think it's like a brown cube in, against the wall, and it's just like, what is that thing moving? And then you throw a ball, and then a Porygon jumps out, and then <laughs> I guess he slams on a button, and that opens the gate. And then again, Todd is just like, whoa, what just happened? So <laughs> yeah, I want to see a lot of that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and I'm I'm so glad that in the new game, we're going to be taken underwater. that was something that was really like really lacking in most games is you didn't get to go underwater, explore Pokemon under the sea. And so we get to finally see that world and in in a 3d environment and explore underwater. And that was, that was really cool that they did decide to include that in the game.
1: I didn't even know that I, I actually have been purposely not watching footage of it just to keep as Mm -hmm. much of it as a surprise as possible. But um it's probably going to be the only time that we want to be underwater in a video game (laughs) because we're not going to be needing to control ourselves since it'll be on rails or at least i imagine it will be um yeah
0: i think i saw it like one of the early trailers it showed like this underwater thing i'm like i want to be there i want to do this like i I i love it and yeah nintendo or pokemon or whatever did the new pokemon snap you know the new name uh as, as Nintendo d- tends to do. But even then, I can't falter for that. And uh, who is looking forward to this game? This guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it's already here. I actually, this is a game that I wasn't really planning on getting. Uh, it's one of those kinds of games, like with first party games. I tend to wait a little bit, try to get some kind of discount, but I actually have a good amount of GameStop coupons where I could probably get like 20 bucks off. So, I think I'm going to do that cuz it's probably not going to go down in price for a while and I no. don't want too too many things like spoiled for me. So, I feel like now's like the perfect time, especially now that everyone's playing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about like FOMO and you know, trying to do what everyone else is doing, but I think this is a game I'll make an exception for in that way. Mm
0: -hmm. And this is one, like you want to kind of stay away from social media and just play Mm. and discover on your own.
1: Totally. Yep. You don't want to be
0: really,
1: it's going to be really hard to escape from spoilers. I'm kind of worried about that.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Even like posting a picture of a Pokemon, like that's kind of spoilery too, you know, but I look forward to all of it and yeah the day I, has... I trust they're going to pull off a really good good game here.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm really thankful for the reviews and I can't believe that it's already here like luckily time has flown by and I haven't really yeah. been, you know, on the edge of my seat thinking about this game too much cuz I've been so busy. So it's nice to have my finals be done soon and <laughs> nice. I'll have Something like this to play and relax with in just a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to pre-order it.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Chris, do you want to do our due diligence?
1: Sure. Um, So we love hearing from our fans. So if you wanted to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 317-969-5690 Or if you want, you can also send us an email. That's totally fine. So our email address is Nintendo, nostalgiain at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So on Instagram, our handle is at Nintendo, N-O-S-I-N. And on Twitter, you can find us at uh, at Nintendo underscore N-O-S. And our Facebook chat group is called Nintendo nostalgia chat i believe (laughs) not even entirely sure um but yeah we love hearing from our fans so feel free to reach out to us whenever you can post stuff on our wall and also if you enjoyed this episode we really appreciate it if you left us a review
2: all
0: right that brings us to the end of the episode thank you so much for listening this week we hope you all enjoy the new pokemon snap and we will catch you next week for an action-packed episode later Preston. bye everyone Pocket monster, uh, Polaroid? No, that's not right. Uh... (laughs)